0: Something, something, something. is that the uh is
1: that the reliant k um
0: no it's not it's the original i don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we're we're harmonizing perfectly dude
0: yeah dude we are on we're on beat we're in key we're we're sounding great
1: dude so uh this is what we're we're six days out from christmas we're taking a break from our regularly scheduled predominant programming of utah jazz talk that said, um, we do play the Cavs tonight in Cleveland. Um, we just got our butts kicked by uh, the bucks two nights ago. So, uh, hopefully we can have some nice little, re- we'll call it revenge. It- can we call it revenge against Donnie?
0: Yeah. First game for sure. The- be a revenge for the next three years probably.
1: Okay. I mean for jazz fans, it'll be until really Donnie goes into the grave or says he's sorry to Gale or something, you know?
0: Yeah. Just like Gordon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically we still haven't forgiven him yet, but, uh, his injuries have been probably in the eyes of a lot of jazz fans significant karmic justice so we'll we'll leave it at that but dude we wanted to hop on the mics christmas is six days away um we i may have lost you for a sec but uh no okay we're good um (laughs) yeah man what's uh what's the latest you ready for christmas time
0: getting everything ready uh i think all the all, everything's bought and delivered because, you know, Christmas shopping now is just www.jeffbezos.com. Um, everything is done. I need to probably wrap a few things. Emily and I said we're just doing stockings this year, and that lasted a whole maybe day. Um, yeah, we're good, dude. The Christmas tree's already dried out, and we we went with a live tree this year, and it's already dry and dropping needles all over, all over the place. Emily bought this um, garland from... Costco, I guess it was a big, big hit this year. It's like twenty dollars for a live garland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all over my house too. So um, I'm not a real Ebenezer Scrooge, but when it comes to more chores for me, we can get we can kick it to the curb. You know what I mean,
1: dude? I feel you. We actually we have uh, the same garland. I'm looking at it right now. It's draped across our our railing. Lace did a good job of hanging it. Um, of course. I helped out a little bit and then that we got that first massive snowstorm and somehow it like sliced the garland in half. I don't even know how. And so we had to go back out there and, you know, brutal and and fix it. But brutal. um, yeah, no, I I feel good for you guys for doing a real tree, though. We went we went fake tree this year. We bought a fake tree. It's my first Christmas tree ever. So uh, I, you know, kind of wanted. I don't know. I I don't know if I. Hey, I don't have a strong take either way.
0: I did something wrong. You're supposed to cut off the bottom before you put it in water again. Right. Right. Let it suck in some water. I did that. I even drilled holes in this one. It took water in 24 hours. It took a whole thing of water, sucked it completely clean, uh-huh. and it hasn't taken water since. The water's just sitting in there, and this thing is literally just a match
1: ready to explode. Wait, so the, the water is is fully absorbed into the tree? No,
0: it absorbed the first, like the first oh. dumpage of water. It sucked it up. So my little holder was empty. So I filled it back up, and it hasn't taken water since.
1: That's weird. Maybe it
0: has. R- as rabies or something. I, well, high, I was going to say, level. I feel
1: like some of our, maybe some of our listeners can relate. Just maybe it's a little backed up and, you know, some fiber intake would help. But what's interesting is a, a tree, tree is probably nothing but fiber. Pure so, fiber. Pure so fiber. Here's, here's a conundrum mm-hmm. for the ages, dude.
0: Man, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but here we are. Uh, I got sticky needles all over the place and I got that garland dumping all over the place. I got a baby and a dog that loves to run into those things and make even more of a mess. It's just my life's a mess, but you know what cold, you know, it's not a mess Christmas spirit. And I got a lot of that, got a lot of that
1: dude between the tree. And, uh, we, we had, we had a conversation off air about, uh, this is our first year hanging Christmas lights at our new houses. Um, and so let's, th- there are a few things, well, I don't even know how to put this. There are a few things that can drain the Christmas spirit quicker than defying death on a frozen roof. Yeah. Um, in an effort to, to hang some lights, dude, how, how did your, uh, how did your light hang adventure go?
0: So let me, let me first start off by saying if I had to climb on my roof, via a ladder, it wouldn't have gotten done. Cause I'm scared of heights, terrified of heights, but I have a guest window that gets you out onto the roof from the second floor. So top floor, dude, I was in, I was, let's just say I was in my Christmas bag. Okay. I was in Santa's bag, getting those lights hung super easy. Um, did the top row? I was just standing on the roof below, super easy, not that scary. And then it was time to do the lower roof, which was the garage, which is way higher than I ever thought it was from looking from below. Like living in that our- big house, dude. Dude, like it's scary. I think it's like 18 feet off the off the ground. And again, I'm terrified of heights, so. I got the top done in a few hours and then it took me like three days of trying to go out there and get the nerve up to hang the lights. And then finally, one night I said, I'm doing this and nothing's going to stop me. Not even the cold, the freezing cold concrete 18 feet below. So I got up there and I did it. It took me like four hours deep into the night and it was freezing cold, but it's done now. And I will say that from this point going forward i am going to look into a company to do this for me cuz i don't ever want to do that again
1: dude there's that that's incredible i have nothing absolutely nothing but respect for you for getting it done i know you came down you went up and down off the roof probably what a you lot. said two or three times and yeah. you had the resolution to, to 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 really press forward and get it done um so my house is is not quite as high nor nor is it uh, really, I mean, it's probably half the square footage. Honestly, I don't, I don't know exactly. But ultimately, um, yeah, I've never, I've never hung Christmas lights either. Except for back in, back in my the Kaysville days, like I'd go up and help my dad. But I swear he hasn't hung them up in forever either. So it's been a long time since I hung Christmas tree or Christmas lights. Lace, Lace bought the lights. She ordered the clips from Amazon. Um, and this is probably like, I don't know, a week and a half ago. And I'm like, yeah, I can figure this out. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like I've done it before looking back uh it was a huge mistake so we i climb up there and I, I get the lights up finally and our roof actually is pretty high too like we we could only my ladder wasn't tall enough i think it was like 17 feet or something or 16 feet and i Ooh. still had to like i had lace throw all over body weight at the bottom of the ladder and i had to do a little shimmy to get on top of the roof and it's funny because i think of I had forgotten all of these stories, but as soon as I got up there, I remembered like four separate stories of hearing about people's dads falling off roofs and like breaking their backs and breaking their legs. And I think T Car fell off the roof once and broke his ankle. He was hanging Christmas lights too. And so I uh I had all those memories come back to me. I'm like, ah, that's all right, I can I can power through and do this. There's like snow and ice on the roof, and I uh I start I start hanging or I start putting the clips in and I get all the lights up there. And I start like th- these clips are like transformers. They've got like seven other ways to, depending on if you're hanging on a roof hang, or hanging on eaves or hanging on a gutter, there's like eight different ways to put these puppies in with no instructions. So I just kind of guess and, and stick them in, you know, space them out. I get the whole top roof done. It probably takes a half hour. I don't know. Um, and I see neighbors driving by just shaking their heads, knowing that th- this kid is just destined for failure. So anyway, I get the lights up there and I start hanging them and I start threading them through the loops. And Lace comes out and looks and she she laughs. She just laughs and says, That's not how you do it. And my man card just my man card just went up in straight flame. So I looking back, and this is honestly, I partially blame my dad because who else would I learn from? Um I didn't pay close enough attention on the Christmas vacation, so I don't know how exactly it was done there, but I started looping the actual cord. through the Uh, the
0: hooks, yeah yeah, that's a fatal mistake fatal mistake
1: terrible mistake and so i'd already looped them through all the hooks and i'm just like you know what screw it i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna stay up here longer it i I refuse to do it so i i climbed down ripped the freaking lights off called around to a few different places and ended up paying i don't know probably what an xbox costs to have someone hang lights on my roof dude so it's uh it was it was a hit to the ego that was probably the biggest frustration of it all maybe it would be a different story if I watched a YouTube video first and then uh did it on the uh, you know maybe in like i don't know early October late October before yeah, there's that was a the huge
0: mistake is doing it too late in the year for me too it got cold got rainy and snowy and it just it was bad deal bad deal all around
1: anyway so shout out to lace because had she not been around I probably would have had the joke of uh, a house for when it comes to Christmas lights. I mean, everybody would probably would have made fun of me and whether they actually said it or not, it would have looked bad and and that's not good. So now they look good and we're in, we're in good shape but that was a rough start to the Christmas season for me.
0: Well, oh, you know what, Cole? They're up, they're shining and so is your Christmas spirit, baby. It is. I know, baby. So, it is blowing out into the star of nights, holy, holy nights, Christmas Eve is here.
1: Almost. Perfect haiku, dude. Thank you. So, as, as a lot of our listeners know um, we actually got a fairly so I went to a little Christmas party where we had some listeners um, piping in um, I guess this was on Friday night or Saturday night and a lot of people were, were stoked about some of the questions we answered and had some more questions for us and you know we're looking forward anxiously to the the Christmas pod which has almost become a an annual deal here for the past couple years and so we've got a couple of topics I think that that would be fun to address um, when it comes to to gearing up for the Christmas season and 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 so i've got a couple questions for you yeah KP, as, as we get as we get here so the the first thing is i know last time we talked about traditions like favorite christmas traditions and you mentioned like the most important thing to you was starting your own new traditions so let's yeah. start on a little lighthearted note dude What what christmas traditions kind of tickle your fancy when you look forward to christmas
0: um well i just it's getting things started right but what I'm going to be doing is starting the night before Christmas, the book to the boys tonight, this year will be fun. Try and get that in every year. Um, Wait, you say the nightmare before Christmas? No, 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 no. Okay, the, good. Just, just the night before Christmas. That. Yeah, no, I'm not going to I'm not gonna throw that in there. Um, huge tradition for me, which is funny because it was a tradition for Emily's family and it was super serendipitous in our marriage. Orange rolls on Christmas morning for breakfast. It's a thing that we do, that my family did and Emily's family did, so obviously that one's we're going to keep that one alive, right? Right. Um, Christmas Eve is a big, big night on the bannery side of things because Gaga Evie, um, my grandmother-in-law from what is that? Emily's mom's mom, has a huge Christmas bingo night, Christmas Eve bingo night with all of her cousins and all that good stuff and Um here comes a little helper right now. And okay. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Jamie water. We're gonna press pause on this and one sec. This podcast is brought to you by Trojan. Uh use it so you don't have to have kids.
1: Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were gonna say brought to you by uh hydration. Make sure you're fully hydrated.
0: Yeah, that too. Um here's the thing. I was talking about the Christmas Eve party, getting back into this, okay? So it's really chaotic. Um, If you know my wife, she can get loud and excited. And then there's about 13 or 14 other of hers running around getting excited. And then, like, cousins are getting married now. And there's grandbabies involved and great-grandbabies involved. And it's it's a tight fit, man. I'm not going to lie. It's a tight fit. But it's fun. And we'll be doing that on Christmas Eve. So that's a tradition I guess we'll keep alive. I guess they used to do a nativity scene. Kind of started, like seen the end of its days when I joined the family. But I think Emily had to dress up as an angel up until about age 19 years old. <laughs> so <laughs> I wish I got to see that. Um, and I'm pretty sure her dad shot down any idea of like Jamie and his cousins having to do a live nativity. So um, those, are, those are a few. I watch, me and Kent used to watch up Muppet Christmas Carol every Christmas Eve. So I'll keep that alive probably when everyone goes to sleep. I'll put it on and fall asleep uh, to that movie. And then, yeah, I don't know. What about you? I mean, you got to, what, this is your second Christmas as a married couple, right?
1: Yeah, second Christmas as a married couple. Um, Last year really kind of didn't count because we, like, were halfway living with my parents, halfway living with my grandma while we we were waiting for our house to be built. So we really didn't get to, like, develop our own real traditions. And obviously, some are just going to be carried on. But I I do have to say just quickly, we used to do a nativity, too, um, on my mom's side of the family. And I'm the oldest cousin. And so... I think for like three or four years running, I would only dress up if I, if they would con, if they could convince me that it's not a it's not a shepherd but it's a ninja that I'd be ninja. <laughs> Actually, I guess it wasn't a shepherd, but I'd be ninja Joseph. And so I had I had the uh, the, the 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 head the traditional head uh, head I don't even know the headdress. But, yeah. uh, had to fashion it a little bit more, more like a Ninja and my cane couldn't have a loop on it. It had to be a straight, like yeah, Donatello straight staff.
0: Boa staff. Did yeah. you have the Ninja shoes? The ones that kind of go between your toes? You
1: know what no, I'm talking I didn't about? I those. Oh. I was probably, just probably rocking some white Nikes, but, um, that, that's a classic. And, and yeah, that got shut down pretty quick. I think, <laughs> I think the family, uh, exasperated themselves trying to convince me to participate as the lead cousin and no other cousins wanted to follow suit after that. Um, so-
0: so I have a live nativity story for me Let's hear it. when I was a young little lad at um church, the church we grew up to up on mountain road, um, in Kaysville, we did a live nativity and I was one of the wise men and I was super sick that night. And I was like, my mom's like, you don't have to do this. And I'm like, nah, Kath, the show goes on. I was I don't know, eight, five to eight years old. And I said, no, the show goes on mom. And I a get up there. Yeah. I get up there and in the middle of it, I ran out and just barfed all over myself. So that's my live nativity story. <laughs> they had two wise men that night. The other one couldn't make it.
1: Oh, that's funny. I, I can't remember if I told this story either, but uh, in past stories, I used to get so excited. I specifically remember in like, I think it was third grade or like fourth grade. I think we actually lived in Utah. So it was probably fourth grade. I, <laughs> we went downstairs to like, it was Christmas morning and my dad went down. He always goes down, like turns on the lights and get the presents ready. And there were, like, three or four presents that were blowing my mind so much, I got so excited I, like, had to go throw up. I was so pumped.
0: <laughs> dude, same. That's it. There was one night on Christmas Eve, I was so excited, I was, like, holding my tummy on my bed. I'm like, Mom, I can't wait. This has to come now. Like, you know, just being a spoiled little brat. I mean, if that's not just being privileged out of your mind, I don't know what is.
1: Oh, dude, 100%. I look back, like, our parents. our parents definitely hooked us up, and who knows what sacrifices they actually had to make because who I mean they don't talk about it but uh, super grateful but um, yeah traditions wise thankfully barfing on Christmas morning was not necessarily a tradition it was kind of a, a one off deal um, but uh, yeah randomly enough dude I didn't know you guys played Christmas bingo that's a thing at my on my mom's side too we play Christmas bingo and for whatever reason it's unfortunate that like the The prizes for winning have gone really, really downhill. The, it's it's almost to a point now. My grandma's eighty, and she buys the presents or she buys the the winning things. And like, if you're really lucky, you might win a Kit Kat. And if you're unlucky, you probably you probably win. I'm trying to remember. I think rat poison was was one last year. I think like a roll of like dog poo pickup bags was like was one as well. <laughs> so
0: wow, that's that's out there.
1: It's yeah, it's the most. I think she just goes to Hobby Lobby in the dollar store and just yeah. <laughs> closes her eyes or maybe i don't know I think, that, I think her eyes are pretty good but she just starts grabbing stuff so it's a tradition i don't know how exciting it really is but it's just something we always do um we have a little like christmas talent show or maybe people like christmas eve talent show excuse me where people will perform a song or something and and i do think you get,
0: do you get up there and scream some thrice
1: dude no 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 screaming i did however i think my senior year i peaked senior year of high school i learned silent night on those like play uh those plastic um, xylophones with like. Oh, yeah the the each key has a different color and there's like i think like maybe 12 keys and so i i killed silent night as a senior and i'm pretty sure that was the last time i actually performed but uh well we gotta get you back
0: up there you gotta get you know know, you gotta face the
1: music she's got a cool little player piano that you can like just like bob your feet to and then it plays it plays the music have you seen one of those a player piano yeah yeah Yeah. they're pretty cool so maybe i'll just man that but um (laughs) yeah tradition wise and this is kind of we're going to kind of obviously a huge huge deal um, with Christmas is obviously the food you brought it up like orange rolls and stuff um, and one of the things we're gonna talk about is like best and worst um, not only traditions but foods around Christmas time and unfortunately my family really really historically has excelled on the the poor food when it comes to when it comes to Christmas so my dad's side of the family's from Finland shout out Larry Markinen, shout out the finisher but <laughs> One of the traditions, for whatever reason, in Finland is on Christmas Eve having codfish oil Whoa, gravy what? and something soup. I don't even honestly. It's just straight trash. It's like honestly, like a raccoon rolled around in two week old Indian food and then got hit by a dumpster, <laughs> like that's rolling down a hill. It's it's absolutely terrible, dude. And I'm everybody sick hates of it to my
0: stomach right now. Dude, that is brutal.
1: It's always it's always been cooked up, and that that comes from my my dad's family. And so um, we haven't celebrated Christmas with them for a long time. Rest in peace to my grandma from a couple years ago. So we, we, that's a tradition that's kind of definitely fallen away because my dad's absolutely hated it. He's rebelled since day one, but it was always made anyway. Um, and he's, he's the oldest in the family, but that, that's a tradition that hasn't come to us um, fully, but it was one that I used to have to experience. And I found every excuse never to touch that with not, not only my tongue, but a spoon or anything else. Um, and then on my mom's side, Clam chowder is always, like, a, a thing on mm. Christmas Eve, too. That's I don't know one. why.
0: Mm. We're, we're not, I'm not a big clam, clam chowder. chowder guy, to be Whoa, honest. Whoa! Why, I'll take, dude?
1: Hot take, dude. Just give me some chicken noodle soup. Give me oh, some chili. Just, gosh, dude.
0: Vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. Clam chowder is the best out there, man. I
1: know. And I know our, our listeners in the Pacific Northwest are going to be super anti this statement. And even in the, the, the Northeast, up in New England. Some New England clam chowder. But not my thing, something I can't get behind, but it's a tradition that that moves forward. And then to the trifecta for just like terrible food traditions in our family is for whatever reason. And this, this is something that's blown Lacey away as she's come into the family. Cause my family actually does cook pretty good. Like they're, they're pretty good in the kitchen, but um, every, every morning, Christmas morning, like just my immediate family, like my mom would always buy English muffins and we'd have English muffins before we opened presents. And it's (laughs) like it's the dumbest thing especially looking back and my parents like kind of view it as a delicacy and not not really that but just as something that just has to be done it doesn't matter how ridiculous or how bad they taste but uh (laughs) english muffins every morning so that's something that that Lacey's putting her foot down is immediately changing and i think we're going with monkey bread or cinnamon rolls of of some type
0: what's a monkey bread
1: dude you don't know what monkey bread is
0: no what is this
1: okay i i don't know if i can really explain it but it's it's really sugary bread that's Baked in like a bunt, a bunt, uh, I don't know what, a bunt something, like a bunt mold. Yeah. You know what a bunt is? I don't know. I don't know how else to explain that. Some kind of mold. And then you put like, uh, I think it's like you, you you like drizzle like a bunch of like caramel and it like seeps through. Honestly, I don't actually know what the it ingredients looks, are, but it looks yummy. It's, it's pretty lie, fantastic. Yeah. Um, So some um, monkey bread and then some sim rolls or something else. And then maybe like a little egg dish or something, but a little breakfast casserole.
0: Listeners, if you want to pause right now i would suggest going to www.google.com and talk sure if you've heard of it too. monkey bread yeah it's it's pretty cool pretty wild um at the fingertips so many answers and um just look at the images here just stunning stunning looking uh, little pastry here so i'm kind of i'm on board for you guys switching to monkey bread
1: I'm kind of disappointed in myself because over the last, like, two weeks as we're, like, going throughout our day, we'll turn on the Holiday Baking Championship, which is something that I never thought I would ever see. Hosted yeah. by Jesse Palmer, of all people. Yeah. Jesse freaking Palmer. Yeah, the and, bachelor guy uh, now. Yeah, the bachelor guy, the former quarterback, Football, former NFL analyst. ESPN, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's – Super I handsome. I, I don't know. It's really weird to see him on it, but um, – I feel like I've, I've watched that enough to where I've, I should have the vocabulary around describing what this baked dish looks like, but still hasn't quite seeped in yet. So maybe next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it. Uh, anyway, I'm grateful that, uh, now that Lacey's in the family, she's going to turn around the food tradition, which I'm very excited for. So yeah, that's that. Come
0: on, Lace. shake things yeah. up a little bit here. Let's go Lace. Let's go. That's right.
1: Lace. Um, dude. So in the past we've, we've talked, yeah, there's food, there's, you know, the, whatever traditions, what you do on Christmas Eve, but then there's kind of the lead up and everybody's a little bit different, but are you guys, are you guys Christmas movie watchers like starting in November or do you just,
0: uh, is,
1: are Christmas movies, do they make up a big part of your Christmas experience?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And here's the thing too, dude, you got a kid and some of those are animated. Yeah. We were going to switch it up a little bit from all the Pixar movies and start throwing on Klaus, start throwing on the Grinch animated one that just came out a few years ago Um, There's some really crappy ones that they make that are animated for kids. Polar Express, this might be a hot take. Not a good movie. Not a great movie. Good Christmas book. Good Christmas story. The movie itself, not great. Um, But throw that up for the kid anyway, because, you know, who cares if he gets freaked out behind those lifeless eyes that the animated kids have or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, for sure, for sure movie, Christmas movie guy. Are you a Christmas movie guy?
1: Dude, I'm, I'm a Christmas movie guy. I think it, it's weird. Like, I this year's been particularly tough, and like looking for Christmas movies that I'm excited to watch. Because normally I'm I'm pretty stoked about almost all Christmas movies, but I think reality is setting in that like maybe there actually aren't that many good Christmas movies. I see lists and lists of top fifty, top hundred Christmas movies, and then. You really, you know, you look at maybe the top ten, and you're like, okay, yeah, I could get behind some of those, but then beyond that, I, I just don't know how many actually good Christmas movies there are. So this year, we, we wanted to, you know, in the past we've talked about our favorite Christmas movies, but I think we're going to give it a little bit of a twist here, and uh, not, not to be bum, bah humbuggy, because we'll probably watch them anyway. You know, we watch bad Christmas movies, we watch bad movies, but we're, we want to talk about. We haven't shared our answers, so I don't know where you're going to come in on this list, but. Let's let's share our least favorite, or or arguably just in our flat out opinions, the worst Christmas movies um, that are popular and and widely accepted.
0: Okay, you go first.
1: So this is this is I don't know if this is a hot take. This might be a hot take. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen.
0: Oh, Berg! Are you kidding me right now?
1: And the first one. It shows up number one on my list for this reason. One, it's super popular. But no matter how many times it comes up on the TV or like someone turns it on, I just get bored, man. Like it just doesn't oh. suck me in. Like I can't, I, I, I can't ever finish it. I don't even know how it ends. I assume the good guys win. But, and Christmas is, uh, Christmas day is saved if it's at peril. But it's so bad in my opinion that I can't even like, it can't even keep my attention.
0: Bro, if you said Santa Claus 2 or 3, yeah, they, those movies suck. But the first one, are you kidding me, dude? It's one of the best, it's one of my go tos. I have to watch the Santa Claus once a Christmas.
1: Dude, what, I, what part
0: bores you of it? Is Dude, it when I, I, you, they get to go on an experience through Christmas and like he's not even Santa Claus yet and he has to put presents underneath the tree? Is it going to the North Pole and finding out how the North Pole operates and what the Santa Claus actually is? Is it the great montage of him turning into Santa Claus between the Christmas of the night of the opening of the movie and the Christmas that you end the movie on? Is it the touching experience when people realize Santa Claus is real?
1: Dude, I think I think part of it, it's it's probably none of those things because to be truthful – I actually didn't know any of those things happened because it can't even keep my attention to that point. And sometimes it'll be on in the background I'll be like watching it and it won't even be like setting in because it just it just doesn't have that, it just doesn't have that Christmas flair for me. And I just can't, it's filler. It, Santa Claus in my opinion is filler. And I don't know if it's Tim Allen because I've always just seen him as the, the home improvement guy and I just can't take him seriously in another role. I don't know. Um, but this is the thing. When it comes to Christmas movies about, or opinions about Christmas movies, it is all purely subjective, so I don't hold you, um, I don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna judge you for the fact that it's, like, one of your favorites, but it's just not one that I can fully get behind at this point in my life.
0: Okay, well, um, man, I don't know if I need to fight fire with fire right now. Um, I was gonna say anything involving the Nutcracker is, like, just boring. One of the worst Christmas things you can ever go do is watch like a Nutcracker movie. I know there's a really cool Nutcracker play that Emily wants to go to. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Do we love Bolshevik Russia and their Bolshevik freaking plays about Christmas? No, we don't. No, I
1: think the only thing good about Russia is the Disney movie Anastasia. Um, Anastasia. Not,
0: dude, I, I'm sorry to break this to you. That's not a Disney movie. I think it's like DreamWorks or something. No, uh, Anastasia's
1: dude, Disney, dude. Dude, I don't think it is, man. All right, use your second monitor and look that up. Anastasia, I swear to you.
0: Anastasia is 20th Century Fox. So technically it's Disney now, but it wasn't when it was released.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, is. I'm pretty sure it comes up on Disney+. Plus. That's but funny, uh,
0: Disney owns the entire industry now.
1: Okay, anyway. Anyway, back here's at my,
0: it. Here's my fire with fire. I think. I think the live-action Grinch is the most overrated Christmas movie.
1: Oh my gosh, that is I hot.
0: I do. I think it's funny, and I like. I'll sit down and I'll watch it. But it's not. It's not as good as people think it is. It's kind of grotesque, honestly. It, it's very much pro capitalism in its worst forms. Um, the Who's are they kind of they actually one hundred percent deserve what the Grinch does to him in that movie. The way they portray the Who's, these people suck, man. Let's be honest. I want to steal their Christmas from them. Is it funny? Does it lead to some funny shenanigans? Sure, but also the the DreamWorks Grinch animated movie that came out like four years ago. It's a better version, hundred percent.
1: So we started the the animated one and haven't finished it yet. But dude, the Grinch, the the, the Jim Carrey Grinch,
0: yeah, Jim Carrey Overhead.
1: is the perfect Grinch. And sure, I get the Who's are a little over the top. They're a little a they're, little they're definitely they commercial. Are- Charlie Brown would have a major major issue with the Who's, but but. The lesson we learn, the lesson we learn, and we, yeah, we've, we've known the lesson from the Grinch in the past, but it's a great reminder about the true meaning of Christmas and giving.
0: No, and- the, here's the thing. They don't learn that, though. The who's don't learn that. The Grinch learns that, and he just becomes one of the cogs in the capitalist machine <laughs> in, the Grinch, in that version of the Grinch. They don't learn anything. They keep up to their crappy habits of being awful human beings that only care about presents and materialistic items. They bullied the crap out of that little kid, and instead of you know going postal and killing everyone, he just steals their Christmas, and they deserve it, man. They hundred percent deserve it. Plus, the weird swingers party that no one
1: ever like. Kind of that one about. is that is crazy. That is crazy. The keys in a fishbowl.
0: Yeah, it's a little weird. A little weird to throw in a kid show. Dad, why are they putting their keys in a bowl? Well, oh, they just want to be responsible, son. That's the only reason why they're actually doing it. They're not going to split off into couples and not know who their kids are.
1: Don't you know how many keys get lost on Christmas? But uh okay, <laughs> I, I I can see where you're coming from. I still think it's a joyous show. Um, obviously the the thing is, is we, there still is like an antagonist there. It's partially, of course, the Grinch, but it's also, it's also the mayor. It's also the mayor and he's painted as a villain. And I think, I think there's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of an emotional struggle because I think people can side with the Grinch at times. And, and as a result, you're, you're a little conflicted as you watch the show and yeah, should the Grinch be doing what he's doing? No, but should the mayor, um be acting the way that he's acting? Absolutely okay,
0: not. Beyond beyond the mayor, um, you know, bullying, which is not okay, and just making sure the Grinch is constantly put down. What else does he do? I mean, obviously obviously the uh the town's thriving. I mean the I was gonna say they're
1: thriving and they're all happy. The economy's so-
0: booming. It's definitely, you know, they're spending money. So is he a good mayor or is he a bad mayor? Because he bullies one green guy that everyone hates already. going to you ask yourself,
1: man. I mean, he is a little different, but I think <laughs> no. I uh, that that's the thing too. Is like, sure, they can be capitalistic and and you know capitalism at the expense of perhaps you know, a lower, lower class in that scenario. Yeah, you know, it's probably not the best thing, but there is no lower class in Whoville. Everybody is... That we, we
0: know about. No, we, we know. That we know
1: about. We know, we know. We've we got a whole tour of their village. We know there's no slums. There's no lower class. There's nobody working on Christmas. So... There's no so there's guy only,
0: tying off for candy canes in his arm?
1: No, they, they all deserve to be completely happy. If, if we're looking at lower class, I mean, look at the mailman. Look at the house that the mailman has. It's Fair. just as nice as every other house. Now he doesn't quite have the the same light shooter like the to put up the Christmas lights with which I definitely could have used but uh as as maybe the mayor and his his fiance Martha or, May. Wife or whatever mm-hmm. yeah but uh I don't know okay I, I like that point but I'm going to I'm going to say The Grinch for me might be top 5.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: But agree to disagree. This is a this is a I'm not
0: I'm not even saying that like you know like I said I enjoy watching it but also it's like praised as this like you know the best Christmas movie ever made, and I just think it's not there. And then you had to take a dump on my Santa Claus, so I had to, you know, fair enough. Claus came out,
1: <laughs> fair enough. Okay, um, so here's here's my second take. You know, there's a lot of debate about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. We talked about this last episode, yeah. And it's like just let Die Hard be Die Hard and watch it all year round, right? And we don't we don't tie it because again, typically you don't want to watch Christmas movies in other years or in other other seasons, other months. Um, but here's, here's another one that kind of falls into that camp. But I think it's touted for the most part as a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Thus, it is in its title, The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Okay, you don't like it?
1: No, I think it's, I think it's a trash show, honestly. Um, first of all, going back before I'd actually seen it, and no offense, literally no offense to anybody that wore The Nightmare Before Christmas, hoodies and shirts with holes in them and stuff. Um, there was like I kind of it was like a thing that some of the golf kids walk around wearing Nightmare Before Christmas gear in high school, and it, first of all, Christmas movies are generally supposed to promote the Christmas spirit, and I don't get that from the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's about a freaking king of King of Pumpkins, like it's
0: it's a Halloween movie in my opinion.
1: I, I think it's a Halloween movie, but I feel like a lot of people tout it as like a Christmas movie, and Christmas is in the title. I don't know. Is is it first of all? Is it a Christmas movie?
0: Hmm. I see it as a Halloween movie still. Hmm.
1: Well, perhaps this is up for debate then. I don't...
0: I just do because the spooky atmosphere. Christmas can't be spooky.
1: Unless it's like Krampus, right? But, I mean, the main characters are (laughs) dead, first of all. And this isn't like a ghost of Christmas past type thing. Like, legitimately dead. Their eyes are falling out. They've got worms crawling all over the place. Like, no limbs. I think it's one of those things where it just doesn't feel Christmassy. But when I... Look at like holiday favorites, Christmas favorites and all the Christmas shows come up. Nightmare before Christmas is just mixed in with the list. So I don't know if it's being pushed on us, but Jack Skellington can kick rocks, man.
0: I think the first song's good, the what's this song is good, but the the movie itself does kind of drag. There's kind of a, a lull not kind of there's a huge lull in that movie through the whole first and second act. You know, honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah, it's just kind of kinda of a slog to get through.
1: A little bit of a slog, yeah. Okay, what's what's next on your list?
0: Man, um I mean, I'm not going to go after It's a Wonderful Life because it probably is the Christmas movie, but you know, it's hard. It's 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 slower to get Did through. We say it's
1: overrated for sure. Maybe not bad, but it comes in at number 1 on every list.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um I mean, <sighs> There's, like, really, like, B-rate B movies that are really bad. In terms of, like, overrated big ones, hmm. I mean, I stan, I stan Elf. I did say The Polar Express. If I need to elaborate on The Polar Express at all, one, it's a dark movie. Like, when you're watching it with a two-year-old, you realize, like, man, this movie's kind of dark. <laughs> Two, the animation's creepy. I don't know it if you ever creepy. heard of Uncanny Valley, but, like, there's just a lifelessness behind those eyes that make you just shudder. And it's just like,
1: yeah, give me a sparkle in the eyes, just a little sparkle, yeah, just
0: a little, just make it not feel like a freaking computer, I and mean, it's like a human that I'm watching. So I think like the Polar Express, the the story and the book is great the movie. I mean, we got that Josh Groban song out of it, and I'll let that live. Um, I don't know, dude. Are you going? Who? What are you going to attack Elf next?
1: No, dude. We watched Elf last night, and it's still it's still it a classic. Like it's just just all around good. Um, one one thing I'm kind of realizing is. I don't know if, like, I don't know if there are that many like good Christmas movies. I guess when it comes down to it, like, I think maybe they're, they're not a good crutch to get you in the Christmas spirit. I don't think Christmas movies are going to do it. You got to go another way because they're just they're, There's a bunch of pretty decent ones, but I don't know what
0: get, what gets you going. What gets I don't know, man.
1: I think the snow, dude. I'll say it right now: the snow gets me going, and we've had helps. great snow so far. Yeah. And if uh, I mean, with with a good amount of snow and dude some gingerbread cookies and soft, the thing
0: is, soft gingerbread cookies soft gingerbread
1: me. cookies i know did lacy send you some i can't remember yeah, I, I think I she sent them
0: i ate them both that good. night man i'm not gonna lie
1: yeah, yeah you should have they're really good um it's a problem over here she keeps <laughs> making stuff um but uh what was i gonna say i think christmas movies are imperative during christmas but that, for whatever reason they're like I don't know. They're just—they're not all that good, but they're still an important piece to getting ready for Christmas.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 I think. Um. <clears throat> I think the comm- communal aspect gets you into Christmas. Like, once everyone's feeling the the vibe, it's easy to get in on that wave. For you sure. Know what I mean,
1: dude, and I mean, talk about capitalism. Going like going down to City Creek and everybody's shopping and doing this and doing that, and there's Christmas music playing and like. Yeah, you probably want to kill six different people in the parking lots. But once you actually get out of your car and like get in the mall, like that's kind of fun too.
0: If you avoid Fashion Place of all places, then you're going to be pretty happy in terms of where you're going shopping. Um, I'm not against capitalism and buying gifts for kids and your family. What I'm against is a movie (laughs) that is trying to have a character change when in reality the people that need to change – is the group he's attacking? Is he a martyr or is he a villain? I don't know, man. I'm just saying they're a little bit greed. They're a little over the top on the greed in the live action version.
1: I just hope that we can see through and, and know it's not black and white. It's a little bit of gray. There's no good guys and bad guys necessarily. It's all of us slowly but surely developing the Christmas spirit in a. We're all doing our way. best.
0: We're doing our best.
1: We are trying. Um, I'm trying to think other movies. I mean, yeah, the thing is the claymation movies. I've always I've always stand the claymations. Yeah. A Year without a cent. We've talked about this before. Um, haven't watched any of those yet. Um, we did, we did watch uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, and um, it's it's also kind of depressing. You know, I forgot how much Charlie Brown just he's literally the brunt of every joke, and.
0: A kid, dude, he's gotta have some thick skin.
1: He's got he has to have some thick skin, and honestly, and in 2022 i'd be real worried for that guy but uh thankfully he's a 1964 kid um but yeah charlie brown christmas i forgot how much of a punk snoopy is snoopy's kind of a he's he's pretty sweet man he's Mm -hmm. he's a little punk and he's not like the loyal like fun loving dog he actually is fun loving but he's not necessarily loyal to charlie brown in like a major way he's just kind of like he's willing to kick charlie brown to the curb too and just do his own thing he Mm -hmm. marches to the beat of his own drum
0: yeah snoop i'm a snoopy guy for sure
1: snoopy's pretty cool i forgot how cool he was um Okay, I think that I think that pretty much does it for, for movies. Unless, do you have any more that you want to throw under the bus?
0: Nope. Not that I can think of. I mean, I love hating on things. So if something comes up in the middle of the pot, I'm going to bring it up for sure.
1: Yeah. I think there's a bunch of Hallmark movies that I haven't even... I mean, do those even count as Christmas movies? <laughs> I don't
0: know. <laughs> do they even count as movies? No. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't know. know. I don't know. They're just fodder. Just oh, fodder man. and filler. Um. Okay, so that's... That's that. I know one of the things we were going to rewrite the 12 days of Christmas, but that's, did, did you fill out your, your 12 things of Christmas list? That's a lot.
0: No, I didn't. Get okay, good. You don't need to go through that. Um, well, what are some things you'd point out? Let's just point out some things. What's the one we're coming back to? What's the one?
1: So, I mean, the one we're coming back to, it only gets mentioned once, but it's one jazz championship. That's all I want. Just one. I don't need, I don't mm. need to be the Lakers. I don't need to be the Celtics. I want one championship. Ring. not five even I don't even need five gold rings I need no. one championship ring for the Utah Jazz
0: yeah we'll take like five all MBAs or something but like when it comes to a championship I agree and that's you know that's all that matters one yep. championship ring
1: 100% even though that's the five I think that's the five melody but
0: five golden
1: <laughs> rings okay anyway, well, uh, anyway.
0: and uh jazz championship banner in the rafters there we next
1: go next to Larry's name um some other highlights on my list um nine bluebird snow uh snowboard days
0: oh i like that i like that
1: be nice to have like i pick and choose the days i go i don't have a pass this year but if i can get like nine days where i can go up over a weekend that are bluebird with fresh powder like that would be that would be unreal
0: is, is there nine of those that exist in a winter though
1: i don't think so but at the same time like how many birds did this guy get in the real 12 days of christmas song like seven thousand birds no one's given that many birds that's but, fair very fair that said for number two on my, on my list for the two, I also, I put two attack Falcons. Like I figured birds had to be included. Whoa, somewhere this in is a turn.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on, go on.
1: So just think of how cool it would be if you just had Falcons that just, and they don't necessarily have to be attacked. That might be one of the moves in their arsenal. Like if, you know, you need to stick them on somebody, but also like, you know, they can deliver messages. They can, I don't know. You can hook a GoPro to them. I don't know. You can just do cool stuff with Falcons. Falcons are sweet.
0: You know, they're people who legitimately are looking for falconers. That's like a real job, like a real career.
1: Oh, it is for sure. So so I felt like two birds were necessary in the song. I don't need 1500 like the real song, but yeah, two two falcons. They're pretty cool birds. Um, And then for my 10, I put a 10-foot 10, 10 hoop in my driveway. It'd be nice just to get some shots up in my driveway. I need to put a basketball hoop up. So, you know. Just a 10 foot hoop. So not 10, 10 foot hoops, but just a 10 foot hoop.
0: Uh 10. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's your 12? What's what are you, what are
1: you, you're going to judge me for this, oh, this but 10, I don't man. care. It's, it's been a really, it's a pretty big expense in my life. And so if I could get <laughs> oh, no. 12, a 12 month supply of protein powder, that would, <laughs> <laughs> that would go a really, really long way for me because we're probably pushing over a grand a year on, on the whey protein. So
0: Ooh, that is a lot. That'd save you some money.
1: I know. I mean, it's basically a new jug every month. So
0: I would take 12 nights of sleep a month. So, half my month, I'm guaranteed a good night of sleep.
1: At least eight hours?
0: Yes. I would love that.
1: I don't know what needs to happen, who the powers that be are to make that happen, but you absolutely deserve that.
0: And then, 11 11 happy nights for Emily, where she doesn't... uh, Maybe I'll give her the 12. 'Cause man, being a mom's hard, that's for sure. Being a dad, not as hard. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't have to breastfeed a kid. So that'd be nice to give Emily something in this whole thing. I hope she listens to this and she says, Wow, Kurt thought of me. Wow. What a good husband. That's my take. Is there anything else? Any other yeah. highlights?
1: Um, no, I think that, that pretty much covers it. I think everything else is pretty uh pretty standard. Um just other other things on the wish list. Um I'm trying to think. Dude. I was also going to say like if you could have – if you could program out and you could just like pre-program the, the 48 hours, uh, you know, December 24th and December 25th, you know, how would that look? I feel like that could get maybe potentially pretty long-winded. but Yeah. What you
0: a – Highlight this a little bit here. Yeah, if
1: you could if you could just outline yeah, your no. perfect a, two yeah. days around Here's, Christmas time, what does it look like?
0: Okay, so wake up Christmas Eve morning. Um, younger, it would be going skiing or snowboarding. Now I probably don't – have the I don't know I don't have the time free to do that the bandwidth yeah the bandwidth thank you so now like wake up Christmas Eve morning just make sure the kids are good and chill we're just having a chill morning probably get a puzzle out um, so we can mosey on over to the puzzle table do a puzzle have movies going in the background whichever movies just get a little playlist of movies going Um, for me as the dad maybe just sitting relaxing and smelling Emily's baking coming through the kitchen she might be jamming out to music I don't know, but if she is, I have that kind of in the background. I'm just a little hanging low-key. Um, then we'll go over to Emily's grandparents' house and do the crazy bingo night I was talking about. Get the kids in their cute little Christmas pajamas, okay? Get them to sleep, and then do the fun things of like making it look like Santa came to the house, which is really really fun as an adult. Um, figure out how to do that. Wake up Christmas morning. Hopefully see very excited faces, or at least a face on Jameson this year. Um, open up presents. Um, hopefully, I get something cool too. You know, <laughs> does he know it's coming this year? Does he oh, know that? Dude, he remembered. He was almost two last year, so he wasn't even two last year, and he remembered Santa Claus. So this year, so yeah, he's all in, dude. He loves Santa. He loves reindeer. He loves all of it. Um, so he's stoked on that. We met Santa Claus just the other day. Uh, He got a little shy, but it's okay. You know, he's meeting his hero right off the bat. So um, get him to sleep, get him excited. Um, We'll open presents, get the orange rolls going. You know what I mean? Just have some yummy orange rolls in the morning. And I'm pretty sure we'll just head over to my in-laws house and do it all over again. Open presents, yada, yada, all the good stuff. Put the kids down for a nap. Probably get some sort of new board game um, for Christmas and play that. Huge board game guy. I'm a huge board game guy. I love playing games, especially around this time of year. Shout out to uh, Wild Thing, uh, Helgeson, all, you know, playing Risk throughout um, growing up uh, in high school after high school, all that good stuff um, around this time of year. Lord of the Rings Risk. I don't even want to talk about some of the roles I lost that on. Um, You know, just get games like that going. Would love, I mean, this isn't like Christmas Eve or Christmas, but I'd love to try and play basketball again one more time before the body gives out you know but um yeah from that point forward uh it would just be at the in-laws and just soaking in family time probably text my friend text you guys and be sick and all that fun stuff but that's about it mostly low-key and just hanging
1: around dude there's something to be said when life is so crazy now that just having a chill couple of days where you can just kind of relax and eat food and not have to worry really about anything other than just the good vibes and making sure that your kid isn't you know peeking at presents before it's time like that's That sounds nice. So I get that for sure. What about you? Dude, I think, honestly, since I don't have kids yet, Christmas Eve, the idea would be wake up, learn to find out there's four feet of new snow outside. The whole world slows down in anticipation for Christmas. I load my truck with uh, a bunch of, well, I'll get a little morning workout in in the garage and then I'll take those plates and put them in the bed of the truck so I don't slide um, on the way... (laughs) So basically with a truck, obviously, right, it's four wheel drive, but because the back is so light, like it's still, it's still on ice skates at times if there's enough snow and ice. So sometimes you got to load down the back of the truck with uh, recently, the last few times it snowed, I put probably 300 pounds worth of weights in the back, just like bumper plates and stuff to keep Lace and I from sliding off the road. So get a workout in, go up to Snow Basin for most of the day, I would say, maybe leave at like two o'clock and it'd be a bluebird powder day. And then um, get home, head over to grandma's house. Like same thing to you, play the games, do whatever. Um, It's still snowing, by the way. Um, Get back home, watch a Christmas movie, um, go to bed, wake up at you get a decent sleep in, but maybe get up at like eight eight thirty.
0: Would it be the Santa Claus
1: that you watch? Uh, No, it would not be the Santa (laughs) Claus. In fact, honestly, I'm pretty sure we are slated for the Grinch. I think I think that's Uh, what Lace picked. So we're watching the Grinch, which I I can back um and then i don't know yeah then we get up in the morning open some presents eat some good food then we head over to my grandma's after um and, and see everybody's presents and stuff um hopefully my dad well actually i don't want to know i think sometimes he does listen to this but i'm pretty stoked for what i'm getting my dad this year and so you'll have to um, follow up
0: after christmas in case he listens. yeah we'll
1: follow up with that but I'm, I'm definitely excited to see him uh mess around with his new present and hopefully i get a chance to mess around with it too um yeah, I don't know. Just it, honestly, and just I just want it to snow like crazy. I know it's not going to, um, but I love the snow around Christmas, and so I don't ask for a lot. But I want people to be stoked about the gifts they get, and not be stressed about the gifts they're giving, and just have it be a good time. That's it.
0: Love that. Love that, dude. It. It's time of year. That's Peace on earth. That's what we want. Peace, Peace on, on earth, earth
1: and goodwill to men. Um, I just remembered we've got a couple mailbag questions from last time that we didn't fully address. Let's get it. Let's, Let's get just it. hit them real quick, and then we can we can go. So. One of, the, one of the questions, um, let me get to it here. So this is, and this is related to Christmas Day and I have a take here. So my buddy Ryan Osterlo asks, in looking for my future significant other, is it imperative that she's a quote unquote workout on Christmas gal?
0: Okay, you answer this because for me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter at all.
1: Okay, so I would say being, I guess, the, the, the meathead portion of the podcast here, the, the answer requires a little bit of nuance because first of all, no, it's not imperative. What's imperative is Christmas day is a day of fun and doing things that you want to do with people you love. And so maybe a huge red flag, and I know there are some people out there that suffer from this. And so I hope you get help because you need it. Um, it's important that they feel like they need to exercise to burn off the calories they either ate yesterday or are going to eat on Christmas day that's not healthy we don't need to do that um, it's not gonna ruin your progress you just eat what you want um, and do do your thing so I would say you don't actually necessarily want to date somebody that feels like that is a must because that's just there's maybe some sign of some mental illness there and we all suffer from various forms I'm sure um, so that I would say that however if your significant other enjoys going to exercise and if you enjoy going to exercise you don't have other stuff going on and maybe, you know, you're not, you're not sacrificing time with family or doing whatever because you feel obligated to exercise and you enjoy doing that, absolutely go ahead and do it. I think when I was maybe four or five years ago on Christmas where it was Christmas day and all the, f- the fun had subsided a little bit, I'm pretty sure I got a workout in. I went over to the community gym and got a workout in and that was fun. But no, it is not imperative. So we'll leave, we'll leave that answer as is.
0: I will add nothing to that answer. Good answer
1: thank you um so we have a, a few questions about and so jackson as well as uh Ann spencer ask essentially how you found out santa wasn't real you or know, I, is santa real we've got
0: one. i well, yeah he's a real dude he's real in all of us guys come on anyway <laughs> um i don't remember the specific moment i found out santa wasn't real i've told the story on here before where i thought i conned my mom into getting more presents by pretend thinking he was real like an extra year even though i knew he wasn't real trying to get more presents out of her but the reality was she just had to do more work and split things up for me um but i don't like have a specific moment of like oh he's not real i just feel like i feel like the ice for me was melted a little bit Um, just by movies and like it's a constant theme of Christmas movies is Santa real is he not real blah 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 kind of start putting two and two together you know probably found out from some kid in school I don't know I wish it was a lot more of a epiphanated situation but it wasn't
1: the older kids ruined us dude um yeah I would say I think it was just kind of a gradual realization. I think what was kind of the final nail in the coffin is I just started to realize that Santa's handwriting was the exact same as my parents. I think that's really kind of what, what, what fully, fully did it for me. But I did, I did tell this story on the podcast um, a couple years ago, but I I remember in second or third grade, we still lived in Arizona, second or third grade, my belief was maybe dwindling for, I'm not sure exactly what reasons were, but they were. Um, And it was still tradition. Like what, whatever, we're going to still put Christmas cookies out for Santa on, on Christmas Eve and maybe some carrots and stuff for the reindeer, maybe some cookies too. Um, and I remember again, waking up on Christmas morning. Um, and at this house in Arizona, we had kind of like the, the typical like front room, the, like the quote unquote nice room that you're not supposed to go into unless you have guests. And like, it's, it's really that alone, the home teacher room, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we, we went in there to, to look at presents and I just hear my dad getting super pissed. I see him and I see him looking at the floor. I see him looking at the plate of crumbs where there were cookies and I see cookies and crumbs and stuff all over the floor. And my dad was absolutely furious because in that room, you could not take food in there. You yeah. could not even think about bringing food in there, let alone actually taking it in there. And uh, we, we, we come in and there's crumbs and stuff ground into the carpet. And my dad is pissed at Santa for, for making a huge mess. And, and my sister and I both knew that if you like, there's no chance that he would have brought food in there and then crushed it up to make it seem fake or make it seem real. And so, um, you know, that stunt, and I don't even know if I've talked to him about that since if I don't even know if they remember that, but I'm pretty sure that that stunt alone had me, my belief meter at surging past a hundred, um, that morning, and then probably had enough gas in it to get me through probably two more years of Christmas um, before I, you know, started to, to lose that faith and, and belief a little bit. So Honestly, shout out to my dad for an yeah, all-timer, man.
0: Huge shout out to Todd. Just like, man, strategic and everything. And then just whipped you into just the most – it was probably doubling down, dude. You were this obedient little kid now, and you believed in Santa Claus. And shout out to Todd
1: yeah shout out i was a good kid and yep i I wanted to believe and so and and he just kept and that was the thing too i think partially too if i stopped believing in santa i didn't know if the cool presence would stop coming i did not know what i did not know what the repercussions there so it was i wanted to believe and uh and that certainly helped it so that was good um shoot man um i'm trying to think what else i think that was all the mail bags for for that there weren't a few more but um or there weren't very many more
0: Probably should have opened that back up, but you know what? That's my fault. I will take that as co-producer of this podcast. I did not think of that, so sorry, everybody. You just had to hear our opinions and not any questions from
1: you. It's Bye okay. Back. We got enough questions from. So, dude, um, before before Christmas is come and gone, we need to get together with you guys. We need to make some gingerbread houses. Oh. We need to. I don't know. Just do some do some more festive things before it comes and goes. But I'm trying to think. Do you have anything else left for the people?
0: um here's the thing here's a way random 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 thing that might do you want to watch harry potter in christmas around christmas time is that a christmas vibey movie for some reason
1: dude we watched all the harry potters recently like within the last uh i think in the month of december we watched all the harry potters because they're i didn't realize this i don't really watch normal tv all that often but we have like Fubo TV, and they're always, always on the Harry Potter's arc. Like one Harry Potter, it's guaranteed you're gonna find a Harry Potter on. So we watched all of them, and you know what? They're, it is kind of. For
0: whatever reason, I just like, why does this make me think of Christmas?
1: Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. That's probably it. I think, but yeah, I mean, it's a castle. It's, it's a thing. It's almost like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like you almost get Halloween vibes, but at the same time, like, there's probably more Christmas vibes from Harry Potter, and it's a very dark show.
0: I think. I think because in the books, not so much in the movies except the first one, but the books, like Christmas time when he has to stay at the castle and everyone would leave, it would push the story forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was always yeah. a big Harry moment during Christmas, so that might have been – that might be why. Dude,
1: 100%. And it's it's more – like Christmas is a magical time of year, and like Harry Potter is more magical than it is scary anyway, I think, in in a lot of cases, obviously there's uh the whole Voldemort existential threat going on but yeah oh, I, I could get behind Harry Potter's Christmas movie
0: has come to die okay I'm done I'm so done okay there's nothing else I want to add to this podcast before I make it just crash and burn
1: okay dude no, that, that was great um well in the meantime go Jazz everybody get in the Christmas spirit and uh I don't know oh well, yeah. Honestly, eggnog—the Kroger eggnog, the cinnamon flavored oh, Kroger. Eggnog. We should we
0: have the eggnog discussion?
1: I don't know if we need to have the discussion because
0: I don't um, like well, it. Well,
1: actually, yeah. Let's let's have it. Tell tell us. Are you are okay. you team eggnog or are you off Here, team eggnog? Okay.
0: I'm off team eggnog, but I also need to preface this. When I was young, I found a thing of eggnog and like it was just like a glass of it in my in my fridge. And when you're a young kid, like. You know, there's no thought behind like, oh, this is a class someone filled up. It's mine now. You know what I mean? And I took a sip 100%. and and my dad had added a little special flavor to it, uh, meaning some sort of oh, some sort of gross whiskey or who knows the hell what the hell it was. And I threw up and I I don't think I've ever touched it since. To be honest with you,
1: dude, that's fair. That something's like that, like <laughs> just scarred, dude. Just so I'm just dramatic scarred. That you just can't you can't get back on board. I remember, I don't even think I tried eggnog till way later in life because I always just thought like, I always just thought of like deviled eggs and like the smell of deviled eggs, which I absolutely despise. And just a drink with eggs in it. Like it didn't, it's it's a terrible name for how good of a drink it is. I think we need to start some sort of movement to change the name of eggnog to something else.
0: Yeah. Yummy nog.
1: Like cinnamon milk, or I don't even know, like cinnamon, I don't even know what it needs to be. Do
0: you cut it with milk? Do you put more milk in there or just go straight eggnog out of the jug?
1: So I'll be honest. I go straight eggnog out of the jug, but it's always, it's always spiced. It's always cinnamon spiced eggnog. I can't even really picture the taste of regular eggnog. I'm sure I've had it recently or in the last couple of years, but it doesn't really do as much for me, but the cinnamon eggnog, it's already like super creamy and thick it's fire. No milk necessary.
0: Interesting. Maybe I should try it. Maybe I should face my fears and go for it. Maybe we should do that. We should get together.
1: Dude, get hundred percent. We'll get, we'll bring some eggnog. And for those out there listening, there's Trader Joe's eggnog is trash you you really, this is going to sound insane, you want either the Kroger eggnog cinnamon spice, or most importantly, number one of them all, is the Southern Comfort brand cinnamon spice, and Ooh. they're pretty much everywhere, but get that eggnog, pour yourself a glass, don't look at the calories, it's not important, and just enjoy it. You'll love it. It'll I'm, make your perfect.
0: I might have a hot take on just Trader Joe's food in general. I think some of it's pretty good, but also highly overrated most of the things i get out of a box there are stale and don't taste good so there's that
1: no that's fair i think i think they are hyped up quite a bit but i found a few gems at trader joe's that i really really enjoy that i'll keep going back for but you know on the whole i think that most of the stuff you can get there you can get anywhere else for probably cheaper and probably taste as if not better so i i won't hold you to that take for sure
0: all right, that's all I got for Christmas, Colby. Got anything else?
1: Okay, man. No, that's it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's always cool to to run into you in the in daily life or at random places and hear that you guys are listening and tuning in. And we appreciate you for taking your time out of your commute or run or baby watching or whatever else you're doing to tune in. Um, shoot us your thoughts. We'll hear your feedback. And uh, we'll return and report probably in a couple weeks here. Peace, gang. We're gonna make